What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are in a quest to find out what is the greatest movie and or TV show of all time. I am Matt Primo, joined by Josh Primo. Sup, bitches? We are finally back. I don't even know the last time you and I fucking recorded. What has it been, like three weeks? Oh. Yeah, somebody, yeah, maybe on, more. Shit, I don't even remember now. It was before yeah, some, Thanksgiving. Yeah, somebody went on vacation like three times in between then. I couldn't fucking get them to available to record. So, just saying. Bitch, please. <laughs> Every time I turned around, you was like, I need to push it off. My vagina hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's swollen. <laughs> it's itchy. <laughs> It has a white discharge. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated very quickly. <laughs> it looks like ranch dressing, but smells like sour cream and onions. <laughs> smells like a handful of peas. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. <laughs> uh, every week we review uh, at least one movie and or TV show. Uh, Josh and I are doing The Sopranos, the entire series, uh, in between seasons. We will go back and uh, we will we'll kind of break it up with uh, some different movie reviews in between uh, to kind of just kind of break up the uh, monotony of doing TV shows every single week. Uh, so next week, we're reviewing uh, All is Quiet on the Western Front. I think that's the name of it. It's, uh, it's a new Netflix movie that came out a handful of weeks ago. Uh, it's a war movie that got pretty decent reviews, so uh, I'm uh, pretty interested in checking that out, so we're going to review that next week. Uh, but we are on the final episode of Season 3 of The Sopranos and our review series, so we'll take a few weeks off, review some movies, and then we'll come back for Season 4, and then and so on and so forth. If you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash 2game. That is the number two. Supports at any of those tiers, and you get access to our Discord channel, which is where you get access to all the fucking shenanigans. This past weekend, we did a drunken review of the movie Terrifier. Um, <laughs> let me just tell you, we did a drinking game to that to that movie where when the clown shows up, you take a drink, and we vastly vastly underestimated how much that fucking clown shows up in that movie uh because i was fucking plastered and uh yeah i was i was totally drunk for that review so if you want to listen to that review or be a part of future drunken reviews like that go to patreon.com slash two game uh also on the opposite end of the spectrum with surfing the stream i am reviewing uh, all the Patreon supporters are picking a movie, and I am reviewing said movie every week until we review every single Patreon supporter. So uh, go to patreon.com slash 2game if uh, you want to be a part of that fun. But that's enough of that shit. Let's jump into The Sopranos Season 3. We're reviewing episodes 10, 11, 12, and 13. And then at the very end of the episode, we'll give our overall season ranking uh, and rating and overall impressions of the uh, the season as a whole. So, big disclaimer. Um, I finished all these episodes, like, last week. And, I mean, it's probably been two and a half weeks since I've seen episode 10. So, 
I, I know this is poor advertisement, but I'm just going to go ahead and say we're not going to be very good at this. <laughs> so um, just bear with us. We're, we're going to try our best. Uh, like the Diver, I believe this will be our finest hour. This will be our finest hour. I did my best. Uh, episode 10, titled, To Save Us All From Satan's Power. As Christmas looms near, Janice offers to cook the dinner. Tony comes across an old Santa Claus costume, prompting him to reminisce about Christmas 1995. Bo- Bobby uh, is enlisted to play Santa Claus at Satriel's annual party. Jackie Jr. starts to walk down the wrong path, and Tony tries to set him straight. And by set him straight, they mean beat his fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants to do gangster shit until it's time to do gangster shit <laughs> right he's <laughs> <laughs> like stop it stop it yeah, yeah. put him up put him up no so episode hey, 10 sir what did you think you know I'm on the fence on this one I, I like it I'll say I like half of it and then I think the other half kind of gets boring I think we went too far into the whole Santa suit, but it was nice to finally hear, you know, more about uh, Pussy and what we were lacking on his backstory. You know, we never knew where he got in trouble, how he got in trouble, or none of that. And it was kind of finally explained. I mean, almost, so that happened last season, so it's almost the end of this season. We finally figure out about him. And I, I do like the uh, dialogue and scenes between Tony and Jackie Jr. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it falls short with all the Santa stuff. So typically I am not a fan of any type of holiday special episode. Um, whether that be a Thanksgiving episode, a Christmas episode, anything like that, I am generally not a fan of. because. Um, I just it, it feels a little fillery to me, and that's kind of the case with this episode. They do, like you said, kind of jump back in time and kind of explain why Pussy did the things that he did, and you know turned on him, been a snitch, and yeah, that was definitely interesting. Maybe we spend a little too much time on it. I mean, we're ten episodes into season three. So why is it all of a sudden this big old thing 10 episodes in? Uh when did he when did he get killed in season 2? Was it the last episode or was it the episode before the last? Um it was the one before last. Yeah, so I mean what 12 episodes, 11 episodes if you don't count the one that he actually died in since his death and we're going back. I just it, it felt a little weird to me. I I think we could have I think this could have been a follow-up episode to that particular episode. And I think it may have served a little bit better at the time. It just, it just seems like too much time has passed for me to really even uh, care about that storyline anymore. We got, I mean, we got other things we got to worry about with... Uh, with... Uh, shit. I don't forgot his name. Uh, I don't know, but I don't like you dissing on pussy. <laughs> I am never going to fucking say anything bad about pussy. <laughs> but you know that whole thing with Jackie Senior and all them at the boardwalk—that just makes me wish 
they did a season of him as the boss. And then, you know, like toward the end, getting sick and all that. Yeah, I feel like we should have got a little bit more like prior to season. I mean, that, that'd be a great thing to do with a prequel, though. I mean, granted, we won't get James Gandolfini in it, but we can get his son in it. And uh, I mean, I think that'd be great to go back and see not quite him. Like when we came into this, into the Sopranos, he, I mean, he was basically at the top. I mean, pretty much. So to actually see that rise, I, I think would have been, that was one of the things that you and I wanted the mini saints of Newark to, to be about. And uh, it ended up not going that route so much. Uh, so I, I agree with you. I think I would, uh, I would prefer a little bit of some backstory, uh, like a pre season one or some shit. But you know, going to the strip club, and we've discussed this before. How you know they they objectify certain women and do certain things, but when it comes to like their daughters, it's totally different. So like Tony's cool with having multiple women on the side and going to strip clubs, but if you date his daughter, you better be a straight and arrow. <laughs> what I got I got that note wrote down myself, sir. I'm right there. Yeah. With- it's like, oh my god, a strip club. But he like manages one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I mean, other than Christmas stuff, like you said, I think there are some great, great things in this episode. But then there are some things I just don't really give a shit about. Uh, We do get some great, uh, some great scenes with Tony, Sill, and Polly at the restaurant. You know, they're staring at Charmaine's ass, and she doesn't take any shit from them. And she knows how to shut them the fuck up. And when she goes, hey, those two guys over there, they're FBI. And then when she tells them she's joking, <laughs> the look on their yeah. face. And then I forget who it was, but they were like, fucking joking about the FBI. Who'd you do? <laughs> Why does she joke about these things? I'm like, yeah. And then Artie's in there like, you're such a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> so we get we get that, and then... You know, we get some uh, some other stuff. Jackie Jr. getting his ass whooped by Tony. Great scene. Great scene. Uh, Tony getting accused of doing something with Charmaine. Tony just, t- he just doesn't catch a break at this point. Like, he could be doing everything perfect, and uh, Carmela's still going to think he's a piece of shit. Wasn't this when she said, uh, he come out and said that he wanted some pulp? What was no. that last? That was, that that was, was last. Uh, yeah, that was last episode. That was last week. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> Some pulp, and she fucking throws it <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love it. Uh, we do get the, the great line in here uh, from Polly. Pussy, I love that cocksucker, and he fucked me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking... <laughs> I fucking love that line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't catch that one. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the one of the kids at the little, uh, you know, when they're trying to sit on Santa's lap and whatnot, and uh, the kid goes, "Fuck you, Santa!" <laughs> and they're, oh, oh hey, oh. <laughs> so yeah, like, like I said, I, th- there were some great things in this episode, but there were also some moments that I'm just like, eh, not for me. I end up giving it a, a seven out of ten. I, th- I thought it was I gave a good it, episode. I gave it a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Now, 
Episode 11, sir. Oh, man. Pine Barrens. A standard collection goes horribly awry. Awry. I said that fucking wrong. <laughs> did you call, say awry? <laughs> I did not. You heard <laughs> <laughs> This is all a figment well, of your imagination. This plan just went awry. <laughs> Uh, for Polly and Christopher as they end up lost in the snowy Pine Barrens of South New Jersey. Tony's relationship with Gloria starts to go south, as does that of Meadow and Jackie Jr. I'll let you go first. What do you think of Pine Barrens? I like this episode. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You liked it? Yeah, motherfucker. What, you want me to have sex with it? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I'm over here having sex with it. Oh, can I watch it? <laughs> it won't last long. <laughs> oh, my wiener, a re. <laughs> that wasn't that great, but you can continue. <laughs> yeah, it kind of felt it felt flat. I was like, uh, that wasn't a little bit. A little bit of reach. It was a little bit. I, you know, I did. I liked it. Uh, this is my question. I posed to you. This is one of the most popular episodes of the whole series. While I find it good, I don't think it's the best episode. And I don't put it up there as far as everybody else does. I will absolutely disagree with you. I think this is one of the best episodes. Is it the best episode? Ah, I don't know about that. Um, But I've only given, I don't know how many tens I've given out since we've done this series. I want to say like, what, four or five, maybe, maybe five episodes I've given a 10. Uh, this might be the fifth one. Uh, so I don't, I don't give out too many tens when it comes to the Sopranos just because I want to save it for the, 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 the creme de la creme, the, the greats of the, of the series. And I think this episode takes the cake when it comes to the writing. I think this is the best writing of any of the episodes so far um I, I thought all the dialogue was just absolutely incredible it was what really honestly carried me throughout this episode and if you kind of look at it from from afar there's not like a ton that really happens in this episode it's mainly a dialogue heavy episode especially between sill christopher not sill uh Polly and christopher and then them two with tony and then we get the stuff with uh, with Gloria. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of depth to the episode. But I just I, I fucking love the writing of this episode. It is def. I, I don't know. It, it's got to be either number one or number two in terms of the writing so far in the series. In terms of like my favorite all favorite overall episode, I don't know. I still think. Some of the uh, season premieres and the season finales of past, um, the ones that I've given it a 10, I, I think might be ahead of this. The pilot is still one of the best episodes of any TV series of all time to me. So I think that that episode just works so fucking well. But uh, I fucking love this episode, dude. Fucking loved it. I mean, it, it's good. I don't. I, I can't sit there and say it's horrible, but. I don't know. It just doesn't rank up there as my favorite. But, uh, you know, it opens up with one of my fucking funniest lines ever. They're playing Scrabble. Yes, I know this and is Jackie point. says, 
oh, you can't do Spanish. And she's like, what are you talking about? Oh, oblique. <laughs> I got that shit wrote down too. Oblique. And for some odd reason, after I watched this episode, I had to go watch that, uh, that comedy central skit about the uh, substitute teacher. Uh, and he's uh, mispronouncing everybody's name. Uh, he's like, <laughs> A.A.A. Ron. <laughs> Malake. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of, man. I laughed. And she finally answers. Much. Why didn't fucking you answer the first time when I called you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, be- one of the best parts about that entire scene, other than him saying oblique, which is absolutely fucking hilarious. <laughs> then he's like, how about you? How about you giving me some? And she's like, I'm sick. And the dude's totally thinking, yeah, but your mouth ain't sick. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking know he is. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, she got all kinds of germs and you're still wanting to get them. <laughs> Fuck that, dog. Fuck that. <laughs> and then in, in, in true style, he says, oh, I'm getting kind of tired. I'm kind of beat. Once <laughs> 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 you get turned down. <laughs> like, that dude is such a little bitch, man. Like, I've gotten to the point where I just, I, it's not that he's a poorly written character because he's not. I think he's written very, very well. And I think he's acted the way, I mean, they intended him to be written, you know? I mean, I think that is not really the issue that I have with him. I think they just did such a great job of making him a dick <laughs> and a douchebag that I just don't fucking like him. So that's a testament to the writers. But, <laughs> One thing that Jackie Jr. has kind of come to show, shout out, throughout the course of this uh, the series so far, is that, especially when it comes to Meadow, like he only really cares about two things. One with Meadow is he really only cares about having sex with her. I mean, we got that several episodes ago. Was it the beginning of the season where he, where she, uh, she took some ecstasy or whatever, and she like passed out. And he looked underneath her her shirt, looking at her her boobs. Um, so I mean, that's all he really fucking wants. And then, like you said, anytime he gets turned down, he's like, "Oh yeah, I mean, I'm tired. I'm I'm just gonna fucking go home." <laughs> it's like, dude, fucking got turned down, and he doesn't want to fucking sit there and accept it. There's so much pride with that character that it's kind of fucking annoying. And then. On the opposite end of the spectrum, with his with his small little posse that he has, he tries to act like he's some big hard dude. Shut out. Okay, I was letting you finish. <laughs> I was like, I'm setting him up. I'm setting him up for the alley. <laughs> At first, I thought you were uh, like using my nickname, but I didn't know. <laughs> Dude would do that while I'm trying to drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me. <laughs> choked on it. <laughs> whack, whack. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I was even saying anymore. <laughs> I think uh, you were talking about his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so Jackie Jr. tries to act all big and bad in front of his posse when, in fact, he is far from it and everybody else you know Christopher and all them treat them like fucking shit and it's such a 
I don't know. It, it's like he, he feels like he deserves to have this higher stance in life because of who his dad was and who his uncle is. But, uh, I mean, how many people have you ever met that rides their daddy's coattail? More than I can count. Mm-hmm. I think that's why this character is so relatable and why you hate this character so much because he's a coattail rider. I honestly couldn't say it much better myself. I know that's why I said it. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't that like a fucking line in the show at one point? Uh, uh, uh I don't remember what the fuck it was. I, I want to say uh, it was something along the lines of, and it was like Tony or Paulie or someone said, "Yeah, that's why I fucking said it." That sounds like something. I don't fucking know. It, it, moving on. <laughs> but the best part of the entire episode <clears throat> is the storyline between Paulie, Chris, and the Russian. I love the fact that they go in there just for some simple fucking mobster shit, just collecting a fucking check. And a Russian just wants to pop off on Polly, and Polly just takes it too far. And I love the line, you want to fuck here, cocksucker? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I fucking love that line. I'm going to start using it in everyday life. (laughs) I I find it hilarious that they talk about uh, Kenny Rogers' chicken so much in this episode. (laughs) <laughs> was that the was that the restaurant that he wanted to eat? Roy Rogers, not Kenny Roy Rogers, Roger, that's right. <laughs> Kenny Rogers was a singer, never mind. <laughs> what a fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, damn, you didn't have to say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Motherfucker talking about a re, but I'm a, <laughs> a dumbass. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Well, this really got real. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love at the very beginning of the episode, they, they, they set that joke up. Hey, you want to get some Roy Rogers before we do this? No, let's go, let's go fucking handle this. I don't know, man. I'm really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking end of the episode. We should have got fucking Roy Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just it fucking 100% worked for me, dude. And the tension that has been set up between Polly and Christopher the entire series, to be honest with you, but really uh, season three since uh, Chris got made. Now he's kind of under Polly and whatnot. That tension in this episode really kind of went a little bit further. And to me, it was just like it just fucking worked for me. I, I love their bickering back and forth. The shit that they went through with the ketchup packets. <laughs> and, <laughs> and fucking and Polly telling Chris to stop being cunty. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's so relatable because how many times have you tried to make a phone call to tell somebody something important and it keeps cutting out on you and you're yeah. like you know at the at what the most inopportune time you don't have cell phone signal and he he, he miss uh, Polly misunderstands Tony and he tells Christopher he's an interior decorator <laughs> Chris is uh, internal like shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the Russian is a uh, uh, internal ministry. This Tony said this dude is a uh, interior decorator. <laughs> <laughs> His house looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, 
the episode was going to get like a nine just for that one fucking exchange. <laughs> <laughs> you because know, you weren't expecting think... it. I mean, the whole time you're having these conversations between uh, Polly and Tony on the phone, and you're like, God damn, dude. Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess it's funny. I mean, it's kind of annoying. The The way that they're kind of going about it, it seems like really fucking fake. The, the you know, the phone cutting in and out. But as soon as they say that line, it's like, oh, fuck, man. They they set me up for that one. <laughs> like, if they fucking set me <laughs> up and I fucking go on. Uh, uh, do you think that Russian died? Uh... I'm I'm trying to think of if we even see him again in the series. I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, dude got fucking capped in the head. Yeah, that's what I, you know, that's one of the things I've researched and researched and it's never revealed if he dies or not. And it was not intentional. You know, after you see him get his head shot and then it pans up like he's up in a tree. Mm -hmm. That was never meant to be like that. That was just a different type of shot that got the director wanted. He didn't know it was going to be used as a, uh, like a conspiracy uh, theory or some shit. Yeah. We also get the, uh, but then, Oh, I, I, I know why I asked you because fucking Polly's car got stolen. Oh yeah. But then why wouldn't the, if, if the Russian lived, why would he never go back to his people and be like, yo, they tried capping my ass? Yeah, that's what makes me wonder. Maybe they're just stupid and they went to the wrong place where their car was. <laughs> <laughs> that could be very well true, too. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then we get a little bit of Gloria in this episode as well. You know, uh, Tony was supposed to go over there for dinner, which... The dude ate dinner at the house. And I'm like, dude, you're going to ruin your appetite, man. <laughs> like, you planned this very poorly, by the way. Uh, but then, uh, who is it? Carmela's parents come over after his fa- after her father just got diagnosed with glaucoma. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I mean, like, that, that part's not fun. Yeah, right? <laughs> the part that's hilarious is they're so fucking dramatic. Like, like he's fucking like dying. Yeah. My father has glaucoma. You're leaving? Yeah. <laughs> and fucking Tony thinks about it and he's like, fuck, I can't leave, man. <laughs> I'm just going to <laughs> home. Fuck this shit. Yeah. What? Don't you find it weird though? She's like, uh, meet me for dinner at nine. I'm like, bitch, I'm going to be in the bed. Like, Who do you that late? Uh, fucking A. Yeah, damn! I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to go to bed by then. Fucking nine o'clock. What? Well, man, I'm already in my jammies watching TV. <laughs> right? Well, my hand in my pants. <laughs> what? What? And was this was this the episode that he, she throws the fucking steak dinner at? No, no, that's that's the next no, episode. no, that's not this one. Spoiler alert for next episode. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Dick. <laughs> uh, I end up giving this episode a ten out of ten, sir. I gave it a nine and a half. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I won't I won't hold you too much to it. You only knocked half a point off. All right. Next up, we got I'm a more foo foo. I don't know how to fucking say that. Episode twelve. Tony asks for advice on his relationship with Gloria from Doctor Melfi. Carmela and Gloria cross paths. 
With Meadow a thing of the past, Jackie Jr. and friends decide to take an ill-fated shot at earning some respect. What'd you think about episode 12? Hey, I like this one, man. It, uh... I don't know. It has... mobbish things in it, I guess. While we progress to see how Jackie is. Uh... I learned one thing that I had never really caught in this whole thing and all the times that I've watched it. All right. And uh, Gloria, there it is. Fuck, man. My mind went blank there. (laughs) I just find it hilarious how Gloria just knows who Tony is, but yet she still, you know, pokes the bear, I guess. See how far he'll go. Oh, dude, she is fucking like outrageous. Like, I think it's actually pretty good acting because she has a history of bipolar in the in the series. And I mean, is it probably a little a little dramatic? The the mood swings probably, but I, I think it's uh some pretty damn good acting on on her part throughout this episode. We start to get. The uh, the layers of Gloria peeled back. She digs Tony because he's dangerous. And then, like you said, she knows who Tony is. And she don't give a fuck. Like, she's going to tell him what's on her mind. And, you know, she's going to throw a fucking state dinner at, at his fucking head. And she's going to spit in his face. You know, all kinds of shit. And, like, she's pushing him to that edge. And... <laughs> What, like a fucking normal one? Oh, I was, I was thinking, uh, after Tony got that steak thrown at his head, he goes to Junior's house, and he's like, have you been eating steak? Yes. <laughs> as stupid as that is, that makes me laugh still. This, this episode started off kind of, like, meh for me, but it's just steadily got so damn good with multiple great scenes, and I think we even get three back-to-back-to-back fantastic, tense scenes. We get Tori and Gloria's blow-up at her house where he gets hit with the fucking... uh, with the stake. And then the poker game shakedown with Jackie Jr. And then Chris and Tony talking about clipping Jackie Jr. Uh, Chris, Tony, fuck you at the the funeral. So... Wait, was that the funeral? When... No, when no, that wasn't the funeral. Uh, Chris and Tony talking about clipping Jackie Jr. That was at a funeral, wasn't it? That was at a funeral. Whose funeral was that? Mm, I'd remembered if we'd have done this sooner, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you know, Chris telling him, you know, fuck you, and uh, dude, I, I mean, I just thought about this. I didn't really think about it at the time, but. I mean, all kinds of people are just talking shit to Tony in this episode. We got Chris, we got Gloria, and they don't fucking give a fuck who Tony is. They're 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 pissed off at him. Yeah, no doubt, huh? So, I mean, I think those those three back to back scenes really really carried the episode for me. And yeah, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was a great episode overall. You know, the one part I didn't like was all of the. Free stuff and Carmela. I felt like that's already been dragged out. 
even though I know her character goes back and forth between, you know, do I like the money? Should I go do something else? But, you know, this dead horse over here has been beat a few times. (laughs) Right. Let me ask you this. The episode ended with Patsy Parisi threatening Gloria, right? Oh, yes. Yes. I thought that was probably Patsy's best scene. But the episode ends with him uh, getting into his car and driving away on the phone. Do you know what was that all about? Like, it was just some random scene. Like, I I didn't understand it whatsoever. Yeah, I don't know why that was. I didn't understand the ending of that. Like, I think he had groceries in his hand. He put him put him in his car. He was on the phone and he sat down in the car and then fucking drove off. And I'm like. Was there something that I missed there? The only thing I can think of is he just told her that he was going to blow her nipples all all over this fine Italian leather upholstery. And then, you know, he does that, and then the next thing he's doing is regular routine stuff that everybody does, going to the grocery store. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Uh, I end up giving that episode an 8 out of 10. I'm going to give it a 9. But I have one thing to mention here. You learned who Feech Lamont is in this. That was hit Tony and uh, Jackie Sr. stuck up Feech's game back in the day before mm-hmm. Feech went to prison. Yes. Well, if I could all yes me like that, you knew that. Dude, I'm trying to think of who that even is. Peach Lamont. He's in later on in the episode. Older white guy. He's always giving Tony a, a problem heckling him and stuff. Why do I not? All right. Can you buy, can I buy a vowel? How do you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> Feech. F-E-E-C-H. Lamont. L-O-M-Mon. Okay, I, I know. Yeah, I never. He, he was in one of the earlier episodes, right? No, he'll be up later on in the seasons when uh, <coughs> Tony's cousin and all of them start getting out of prison. That's right, season five. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm checking now. I'm looking at his picture. <clears throat> Episode thirteen. Army of One. Tony gives Ralph the responsibility of deciding the fate of Jackie Jr. AJ is expelled, and his parents disagree over whether or not to send him to military school. Before he can be sent anywhere, it is discovered that AJ inherited a distinctive trait from his father, and Adriana makes a new friend with a hidden agenda. The season finale, Sarah, what'd you think? I, I, man, I thought it was a good one. It was probably the better of all of them for this season because I felt like some of this season was kind of slow but it finally wrapped it up good I I do think we spent a little too much time on AJ in this episode but overall I enjoyed the dispute between Ralph and uh, Paulie I really enjoy how Tony is putting this all on to Ralphie to make a decision that he doesn't want to make And then, you know, toward the end, we 
we know what happens. I, yeah, I, I just think this episode's good. Like, this is probably out of the four episodes that we watched. This is right up there with, like, probably my least favorite out of the four. So we're kind of on the opposite end of the spectrum. So that's kind of kind of crazy to think. You um, didn't like it? I liked it. It's just it was it was just good, you know. I, I don't think there was anything just absolute amazing with it. Uh, like you said, we get a lot of AJ, and I'm not sure we needed that much of AJ in this fucking episode. Uh, I did love, I did love some of those scenes. I just don't think we needed all of those scenes. Like when Tony slaps the shit out of AJ. That was three seasons of anger <laughs> in the fucking making. And, yeah, we had all wanted that to happen. Oh, absolutely. And I absolutely love that moment. It was a it was a very tense scene. And then I, I love how AJ's all like, bruh, Jackie Jr. got shot on a drug deal and he's like dead. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he he's telling that to uh to Meadow, and I'm like, bruh. You can't let her down a little bit easier than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about reading the room. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I think some of the episode is really great, but some of the, the stuff with AJ going to the military school just really just drags it down. We do get some of the, uh, some scenes with Jigsaw, the guy that plays Jigsaw in uh, Saw. He's the, uh, what is he, the colonel? Uh, yeah. Have it here somewhere. Yeah, he's a colonel of the school. Yeah. Um. Oh, Major Z- Zingui or some shit. <laughs> Do you want to play a game? <laughs> we worry about the core, the core, the core. <laughs> <laughs> like as as much as that scene, like I don't think really plays a factor in any of the series whatsoever. I, I mean, honestly, you could probably throw it out and. I think the series will be exactly the same. I don't think that really furthers development of anything. But I, I do love some of those scenes from Jigsaw, from Colonel, because it's just just fantastic. Yeah, I, I, I agree. He's a good actor. Uh, you know, I really just like, part of my favorite part of this whole episode is Tony can't decide, so he's putting it off on Jackie to get uh, Ralphie but then it's like, at times he's wanting Ralphie to give him a pass, so he doesn't. So Tony himself doesn't look weak. But then toward the end, it feels like Tony wants him to make the decision to clip him, so he doesn't have to. But he wants it done. Yeah, I was I was a little confused with the messaging there, like. Ultimately, we don't really know what he really wanted. Like, he didn't want him clipped, but like you said, then he wanted him clipped. And uh, he, like you said, I think he just passed the buck to, uh, to uh, the fuck. I don't forgot his name. Um, Ralphie. Ralphie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost Richie. thinking if he I keep, wouldn't. I keep getting him confused with Richie. Fucking <laughs> 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 R. <laughs> I'm thinking if he wouldn't have disrespected Ralphie's game, then he might have got away with it. But Ralphie, I think, pulled the trigger because, you know, him and uh, Seal and Polly were both giving him shit about it. And he was like, you know what? 
fuck it. <laughs> and then I love how uh, Rosalie is <laughs> obviously upset because her son just died. And the dude's like, I can't go back to that house, man. I can't fucking take it. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, we were all thinking that. I was like, damn, that woman cries like fucking crazy. <laughs> the dramatics. <laughs> yeah. I did use that line on uh, uh, Presley the other day. We were at uh, her cheer competition. And she, she asked some kind of scenario. Like, <laughs> what happens if the dude comes? Like, there was some guy... There's some homeless dude that was like cussing and threatening people at the uh, at the cheer competition, and Presley started making some kind of scenario. I was like, "You in the scenarios?" <laughs> and I bet you it fell on death ears. It did. Uh, yeah. Sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, just some other great things in this episode that I that I liked. Uh, we have Tony and Carm having that explosive fight about AJ. Uh, I thought that was a really great scene. Them both just screaming at each other. Um, and then one of my favorite parts of the entire episode is when Junior shows up late to the funeral. You told me 11. And then as soon as they see the feds, that dude fucking hightails it out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby's big ass is trying to chase him. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. <laughs> But I just thought, I thought it was a pretty slow, lackluster episode overall. Despite you know Jackie Junior getting capped in the episode, um, it, it's just really weird because typically I think was it last season? I don't remember what the uh, the score was of the finale that I gave. Um, if I can look it up real quick, but I feel like the season finales have kind of struggled here recently. What do you think? Uh. The season finale was not the heavy hitter last season. It was the one before the season finale. But I think that's a uh, common theme among the Sopranos is the season, the show before the season is the best one. Okay, season two, season finale, I gave a 10 out of 10. Well, I guess it didn't suck, bitch. I guess it didn't. It a re. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even fucking remember what you fucking said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but my, the point I was making was, I, it feels like they usually do pretty good with the first and finale of every season, and this season in particular, the 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 premiere and the finale were some of the weaker episodes, and we didn't really get you know, a tease for next season. I mean, obviously we have some, some breadcrumbs that are going to continue to be laid as the, as the series progresses. But in terms of like, what is going to happen in season four? Do, are we even, I mean, we don't really even know at this point. Obviously we have the, uh, the Ralphie stuff, but past that, I mean, we don't really have any overarching conflict. We don't have anything to really grasp onto and kind of be excited for going into season four. So I think it is kind of I, I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why I dislike this episode so much, because it doesn't tease anything. It's just it, it feels like a like a like a cap. To maybe like a first arc or something like that, but it's not that great of a cap, so uh, I'm not real sure. It is kind of weird, though, that they didn't. Have. Uh, 
you know, like a cliffhanger. Most of them have cliffhangers to keep you wanting for next season. You're like, I gotta find out what the hell happened there. I mean, we got the giant sack stuff. Maybe. You know, yeah, probably, maybe that's where they were going with it. Probably getting cozy with them, but I'm really just grasping at straws here. Honestly, I ended up giving this episode a seven out of ten. I gave it an eight and a half. Ooh. Yeah, we were kind of like all over the board here. Not really. It was. So let's talk about the entire season as a whole. Now it's been fucking like three months since we started this episode. <laughs> since we started uh, season three, uh, but the one thing that I will say about the whole season is this feels like like a mixed bag. Season two was so fucking good. And then we get this season of ups and downs. And when the series is really, really great, for me personally, it is Pine Barrens episode. You know, that's that's its fucking high point. And then we get like low points. And they're fucking low. So mountains and valleys in terms of quality of episodes in the season. And I think the I think the season overall was just very inconsistent for me. It was all over the place. Um, we don't really get any exciting things that happen throughout the season. Yeah, we get some of the stuff with uh, with Ralphie. Uh, we get some things with Jackie Jr. But, I mean, let's be fair. None of that competes with anything that happened in season two. I would put... I don't remember the score of season one. I want to say it was like an 8.1. And that's what I have for season three is an 8.1. I mean, that's, I, I think that's, I think that's fair. Uh, I feel like I, I played I, season one more than season three though. Yeah. Uh, but I think the things that, that helps this along, man. If we get all, you know, I have wrote my notes several times that, you know, Artie was really good in this. I'm just looking through my notes to see what it is. Uh, we did get a it lot felt more. Like, it felt like. Well, I mean, we also had Lonnie Gutierrez. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> show up in this this uh, this season, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, was it this season? Was it this season? I can't. I don't have my shit numbered. Oh, that was last season. Well, I have so many fucking reviews in my notebook. I, I, it takes me like 15 minutes to fucking flip back to, to the uh, previous notes for all the other episodes. Yeah, one day I'm going to start writing notes that I can actually decipher after more than four days of being away from it. You know, I say that, but it'll probably never happen. So it's just... It'd be no, that's why I got a ha- I got half a damn fucking book wrote of shit that's like half-handed. I'm like... I wonder what the fuck that meant by that. Did a fucking girl write this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like you. I, I wrote a note down and said "fuck you, Santa," and I was like, "Bro, I don't know. I don't even know who the fuck said that." <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I had a, a oblique a Spanish, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" I had to go back and and uh, Google that episode up and look to see where that came into play. Bleak, <laughs> but I do find this as a uh, by far this would probably rank as one of my lower seasons of all of them that I can think of right now. It came out at about a seven and a half for me. Oh wow! I can't believe I'm higher on it than you. Well, to be fair, 
I forgot to write my numbers down again. He's such a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm just kind of guessing. <laughs> I'm between a seven and a half and eight and a half, I imagine. <laughs> this guy right here. I'm between a five and a ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm between one and ten. <laughs> I, look, if I'm spitballing on how much I thoroughly enjoyed the season... I'm probably at a 7.5. But if I'm going off what I rated every single episode, uh, I mean, I got to go with 8.1. But I, I think a 7.5 is is probably where I would put this season. I think I think it's pretty good. Um, it, I, I know, like, this is my third time watching the series, and I, I just wasn't anticipating this season being as much of a drag as it is. But granted, granted, um, you know, when you watch the series, typically you're not watching it in broken segments like we are. No, yeah. that is true. And you're trying to critique everything. Yes. So I I tend to think we're harder on it than we sh- should be. Shout out. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you leaving me hanging there, Dick. Uh, I have nothing. Because <laughs> if, if I'd have known now what I know then I wouldn't have agreed to to review Sopranos because I feel like it's skewing my view of it because you know I've always been a super fan and now that I had to critique it so heavily I'm like eh this isn't as much fun as I used to think it was <laughs> well I think that's the biggest issue with just being in the review business as it is because there are several movies uh, let's see off the top of my head um, you've seen um, Live Free or Die Hard, huh? The fourth Die Hard movie, the one where they do uh, cyber terrorism. Uh, yeah, I think I have seen that. So I'm gonna Google it real quick while you talk. Yeah. So prior to me actually reviewing that series back when we first started the podcast, I would have put that right up there with Die Hard Three as being maybe the second best die hard movie but when i went to review it again when i went to review it it was like jesus christ like this this movie is not nearly as good as i thought it was and that's the issue with reviewing movies now and i I feel like i don't thoroughly enjoy movies as much as i used to and i mean that just comes with the nature of the game i guess uh but it's also on the other side really opened my eyes to different types of TV shows and or movies. Uh, so it's kind of like a catch-22 in, in that regard. I agree. Something you should watch is Ghost. I don't know if you... Did you ever watch that? Ghost with like Patrick Swayze? No, motherfucker with the... Uh, that black guy in it. I don't fucking know his name. <laughs> that fucking narrows it down. <laughs> <laughs> It came on stars. Uh, I'm looking up the guy's name now. Oh, the the ghost TV show. Yeah, on the stars. Uh, is that a comedy? No. Oh, it's called Power. Wow, you were fucking ghost. Right <laughs> the character's <laughs> name. Is, the character's name is Ghost. Uh, <laughs> I was like, how do you get Ghost and Power? How do you get that confused? It has uh, uh, Omri Hardwick. 
in it. Mm-hmm. It's the one Fifty Cent made. He produced it and all that stuff. Wrote it. Well, that's a good TV show. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, I like this one. I liked it. It was really good. I have to. I have to check that out. Yeah. Because I've been. I've been curious about it for sure. Yeah, it's good. I liked it. Uh, but do you have anything else you want to say about season three as a whole, there, sir? Uh, no, that was it, brother. This guy just called me brother. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Um, overall, I, I like the season. I mean, I still love the series. Don't don't get me wrong, but the season was definitely a, a low point for me in in reviewing it. Uh, so it, it's gonna it's gonna be nice to take a little bit of a break. I, I know when, for me personally when we went about watching episodes 10 through 13, it took me, I don't know, like like almost two weeks to watch all four episodes just because I kind of, I was kind of losing interest in it a little bit. Uh, and that's, that's, I think a testament to how the season was going overall, because like I said earlier, um, you know, typically when you, when you watch a series, you're going to watch it back to back to back and you're not going to really take breaks from it especially in a short form series like this where it's only what six seasons five plus the fifth season was split in two so five or six however you, however you want to say it um so typically you're just speed throughing it or speeding through it i can't fucking talk so you're not really breaking it up into seasons and looking at oh this season's better than this season the one thing the sopranos does very well at is it is one continuous long-form movie in my opinion and of course when it being a long-form movie it's going to have low points uh but there's not really a distinctive you know ending in a beginning for a uh for a particular season so it is a little confusing when you watch it from beginning to end without reviewing it so that's just one of the things that i've noticed so far uh as we have finished uh season three yeah, I can't agree with you. Uh, said very well, sir. Said very well. But guys, that is going to be it for our review of season three. Like I said earlier, we are going to take a few weeks off to review some movies. Get, I, I feel like we need to watch something fucking fun, you know? And obviously not next week because it's going to be a war movie, so I'm sure that's not going to be fun at all. <laughs> but, oh, what a Debbie Downer. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, you know, we need, we need to fucking watch like a stupid fucking movie here soon. Um, oh, I'm sure you'll pick one. You got some fucking nerve talking to me about that. <laughs> Hello, pot. Meet kettle. <laughs> hey, why are you always so hateful on my damn C-rated movies? <laughs> <laughs> you know why I fucking love me a C-rated movie. <laughs> you, pick a, you pick a movie. I'm a, I've never even fucking heard of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I look at movie news on a regular basis, and I've never heard of this. <laughs> that's you, hey, man, you know that's my genre. <laughs> I didn't even know this dude was still acting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, every once in a while, I, I find a gym. Every, every once in a while. Every once like, in a while. I found the uh, one so far. <laughs> one out of the, the 50. <laughs> hey, well, I mean, it was a good one, though. Hey, but it fucking, it, it, it brought in all the, it made you forget all the other ones. It, it was, it was. So yeah, we'll uh we'll do I think it's quiet on the western front or all quiet on the western front or some shit like that. It's on fucking Netflix. Y'all can go check it out uh there. 
uh, got some pretty great reviews that I've seen, and I'm trying to watch, I'm trying to catch up on a bunch of 2022 movies uh, so I can do my end of the year awards episode. Uh, so we're going to knock out some new releases and hopefully watch something that's just going to be stupid fucking fun. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, we're going to take a few weeks off and we will come back for season four of The Sopranos. But uh, I think that's going to be it from us. And we will catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters. Laters.